podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Help your business bounce forward with this amazing offer. For a limited time, ask how to get a $500 prepaid card. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to learn more. Comcast Business. Prepaid card offer ends 12-13-20. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Call for restrictions and complete details. Just came Alright, welcome everybody back to Chessie Hour. Um, you're joined by me, your host Daniel Soff, and we've got like a big cast, I think, because we're trying to keep the, we was trying to keep the four people, but we've got a bit slightly bigger cast today. Um, we've got Joe back. How you doing, Joe? Yeah, good, Dan. How are you, man? I'm alright, man. Um, Jermaine. Back again. Yeah, what's good, Dan? What's good? And then we got we got Anu. This is your second appearance. Yeah, not a new guest anymore. No. Evening. Yeah, not a new guest anymore. Yeah, I like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and cool. And we've got a special guest. We have got Alexis Kafkas. Did I say that right? Yeah, Kafkas. Kafkas. Where's that from? Bro? Yeah. So basically, I'm originally from Georgia. Yeah, and people from around that side of the world were known as Kafkas. Okay. So yeah. Oh, I so bring my Kafka's view onto like uh, football. So, so that's not your surname. That's not your surname. No, no, my surname is completely different. Okay, cool. I won't. I won't bait up your government name. Your surname. <laughs> We're gonna get into the Chelsea match because we played United yesterday, and shit didn't go the way it was planned. So, um, Jermaine, I know me and you was kind of having an argument about what lineup we was expecting to see. Yeah. Take us through it, because you were saying that you don't expect... What was you saying, basically? So I thought, like, initially he was going to still throw in a couple of youth players here and there, which obviously he did with um, players like, obviously, Gilmore and um, Mark Gehues, who, who, who had, like, de- decent performances against Grimsby. So yeah. I thought he was going to reward them with carrying on, you know, their little appearances in the cup and that. But I thought he was still gonna go strong as well. Yeah. So. Which which he did like in terms of like he surrounded the youth with yeah. the experience of like Jorginho. hundred. Uh, so you were right on that. Because you said that he was gonna go strong. I was saying that in the press conference it seemed like he was gonna go weak. He said mm-hmm. in the press conference, I need to give minutes to those people who are not starting. So me and you mm-hmm. kind of principally disagreed whether Barkley was pe- playing or not. And Barkley yeah. wasn't playing, and I said fair play you won. 
But what I will say is Barkley was injured. That's the reason why he wasn't in the, the, the 16. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, and that's a fair shout, to be honest with you, because if like when you look at the game now, like after after the um, result yesterday, you you'd probably say that we needed like an, an attacking midfielder right, in there. Right. Okay. So cool. Like, let's get into it. Let's not just have a one-on-one conversation. So let's go. Um, I guess with your kind of. Don't give me a roundup of the game. Just tell me kind of your insights because if we all do a roundup of the game, it's going to take forever. Oh. If you're a Chelsea fan, you've, you should have watched the game. So we don't need to tell you how the game went, but kind of tell me what you think went wrong. All right. So first thing I, I think where we went wrong was that... Oh, can we start with... Can, can I say the lineup in terms of like... Go. Just, just Go. one player, basically. Just saying by name. Yeah, of <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, for me, I was confident about the game if Alonso didn't start in it because Alonso <laughs> always gets panned against United. Always, always. Rashford and Martial, whoever it is on them wings, is always tearing him to pieces. So your thing, and he never gives us anything. So your thing so, is Alonso. That you're, that's the that's who you're pinning it on because Chelsea like Twitter. As soon as we lose, they want to look for a scapegoat, and you're pinning it on alonso is there anyone else in his camp we'll come back to we'll come back to the rest of your views of it but is there anyone else in his camp alonso was the key in my opinion Alexis. it was his mistake yeah it was 100 percent his mistake he knew like i think that 22nd phase of play when he gives the ball away and then he reacts like a 13 year old child chasing <laughs> him back and he's like i need to win this ball i need to win this ball instead of trying to get back into position he tried to get a ball from an angle where an experienced player, which he is now, should know he's not going to win. And people said, yeah, James dived. There was limited contact. But Alonso gave him the motive. Take it. So that was just, a, that was just a penalty, though. But are you saying just in general, he's the reason why we lost, in your opinion? If you was to say a number one thing, Alonso. Oh, for me, I think to say directly was his fault. Mm. I think that's completely harsh and you're not looking at the whole game as a whole picture. But he played a massive role. Like United are sitting back. They've got three at the back. You need good delivery. We didn't get that from him. You need overlaps. We kept getting underlaps. Stupid decision-making at key parts. For me, it's Alonso is a key stage. All right, cool. So, Joe, I know let me bring you into the conversation. What are your thoughts? Um, I want, why did we lose that game? That's the question I'm asking. I thought... um, Obviously, Alonso made, made a mistake. Um, I'm not going to put all the blame on him. I'm going to shift it a bit to Lampard's formation and where he plays Gilmore. Okay. Um, I, I when we watched him in Wimby, he played you know well, and he looks very comfortable there. I think that's where he's going to develop as a player. I felt he brought him in um, to play like the ten goal, and yeah. I just felt he just was lost in there. He's not that kind of player. So, therefore, that first half, there was just no creativity at all. So, we were just playing the ball over the place. Yes, we conceded for a long time state, yeah. but we didn't create anything. It was 45 minutes of nothing happening. Right. We didn't have not one shot on target. And I thought Gilmore got hard done by, and I think that's where Lampard made the mistake. I think if he put a creative player in there, um, that could have made a huge difference. So, that's my major point. Uh, um, obviously, it changed massively. Second half is a lot better. Um, but I think we got found out through that. I don't think that, that suited us at all. All right, Joe, what are you saying? Pretty similar to, to Anu that I think the the midfield like composition of, of how we started the game with, with three 
say three very very similar players and I think one of the interesting things and maybe getting into too much but I think there's the success that Jorginho and, and Kovacic have had particularly over the past couple of games is is their ability to play under pressure in tight spaces when teams press them and yeah. I think United were, were quite clever with McTominay and Fred that they didn't actually really go man for man they didn't really pressure them and I think when you put Jorginho and Kovacic with space ahead of them and, and you know you're kind of asking them to pick like a Cesc Fabregas pass out I think then you start to see some of the limitations they have when, when they can play like quick balls around the corner and when they can play sort of nice sort of one one uh, sort of give and go passes and, yeah. and move the ball quickly then that's when they can progress the ball that's when Kovacic can turn and dribble into space but when they were giving them time and giving them five, ten yards off the ball, it was a little bit different. I think when that changed second half, he sort of he put the kind of two in the in front of the, the back four instead of the kind of the one single player. I think the, the angles kind of opened up a bit more. But yeah. it'd be interesting to see if other teams don't actually press Jorginho because I think actually when you when you put him under pressure, that's particularly when he's receiving the ball, that's when I think he's at his best. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So like I I blame it on Lampard more than Alonso or anyone else. I think. Okay, cool. The way Ole set up, I think actually Solskjaer is quite good in big games and just basically having that small-minded mentality and adjusting to whatever the strengths are of the other team. And I think obviously he played three at the back or five at the back, basically with two wing backs. And I think, you know, the way we we set up, especially like I know a number of you like referenced it, we wasn't playing an offensive midfielder. But the two defensive midfielders, like basically our attack was surrounded. Because you had, whenever Hudson came down the right, he had to deal with, okay, um, a, a right wing back or a left wing back, whatever, whatever side wing back. Then he had to deal with the, the wide centre back. And plus that defensive midfielder in the pivot was free to kind of help too because we didn't have any attacking midfielders. So like people say our attack had a bad game, but that's because they were stifled. Like you're talking about, yeah, Kovacic and Jorginho had space to, they, they had space to like do the through balls, but they didn't. But how are you going to do through balls? against a five-man defence. And, and then two back. They, they basically played the Conte formation. And we've seen how that formation works. Like, Man City would come and struggle to us because literally what you did was sit back. I watched the game back. United didn't, um, they didn't have many chances. So again, they had a penalty. That was sloppy from Alonso. Yeah, true. Um, and, it, and obviously the free kick was a moment of brilliance. But I think that Lampard only changed the formation later on. I think second half. And he put like... Billy in more of an offensive thing. So, like, the defensive midfielders actually had something to do, which meant that the wingers now were less occupied. But I think that, again, Ole switched his formation after that. So, the 4 2 3 1 that we switched to was good for the 3 5 or whatever, the 5 3 2. But I think just Lampard was slow to change. Like, for someone that's supposed to be dynamic, he was slow to change. And I actually watched it back. I don't think we had that many bad performances. Go on. Anu? I was just saying it was quite clear once they got the pen, once they got the goal, they were always going to sit back. They did it the same thing last time as well. Yeah. So I guess because we made that early mistake, they're entitled to do that. And so I think you're right in saying no, this chain, nothing happened quick enough. It yeah. shouldn't take a lot for us to react. But I think breaking down a five, where especially when there's no creative there, it's going to be difficult. And, and it, I think we found out. And then not just breaking down and a five. I just want to quickly say, not just breaking down the five, but then Hudson Odoi was on the right, and yes. if Tammy's not playing, Hudson on the right, he's best whipping the ball in on the right. But who's he whipping the ball into? Not Tammy, and Mishy. Obviously, like, there's eight players there, so he's outnumbered. So I just don't know. I don't know. Kind of okay. If you start the game, 
with that formation. But then when you realise things aren't working, why not just change it? So my, my blame is on Lampard. I don't think, I, I can't blame too many players. What are you guys saying? Alexis, uh, you can I, jump in, man. I, I don't know, though. I feel like, you know, as much as you guys are saying, oh, like, um, you know, it's not too much down to Alonso and that. Like, I, I disagree in terms of, I feel like Alonso gave United the confidence to start attacking because they weren't attacking from, like, they weren't they weren't really um, hurting us anywhere on the pitch apart from where Alonso was playing. Jermaine so, gives everyone confidence to attack that's, that's my That's my point. And the, my point is, we were keeping the ball, we were playing decent football, but every single time United got the ball, they had found their out ball straight away, which was Alonso from the beginning. And so, therefore, as the game went on, and the same thing happened as well against... Um, Valencia, when we played them as well, we they were not in the game for like a large part. But you know what? The reason why I feel like like a little outball to kind of stop. The the reason why I feel like oh, yeah, the reason why we I feel like we can't blame Alonso on the losses because we've played many games with Alonso. Yeah, he gave away the penalty, but I feel like attacking wise, we weren't doing shit anyway. We played his second team as well. That's what I think you need to remember. That was the second team. I think really Alonso fit the, that second team because everything's injured anyway. So you know, you guys say it's the second team. I don't think it was the second team. Go on, I, I don't think it was the second team. Pulisic is a apart starter, from, allegedly. God, apart from Jorginho, realistically. Kovacic. And Cho. And Kovacic. And Cho who? And Kovacic. Well, Kovacic. And Zuma. But now, because of injuries. And Zuma. Zuma again because of injuries. Nah. And Reese, we've been shouting to be a starter. Yeah. We've all been saying for Reese to be a starter. And yeah. half of Twitter saying Pulisic needs to be a starter. I don't get too excited about Pulisic. I, I still think Willian is. I think, he's played, I think he's played as good as anyone this season, Willian. I think he's had a good start. Yeah, so. But I think Willian and Cho are going to be your two ring. Pulisic's still not going to start. I know he had a good hat trick. Where was he yesterday? I thought I did not even see him in that game yesterday. He was he got found out again, but that's because he's still growing into it. And that's, I think that was the second team personally. Yeah, you can say it's the second team, but number one, it's a strong team. So me and Jermaine were saying at the, before the match, you were saying no matter what, you don't see us losing to United, right? Mm. And and then what happened? Yeah, one hundred, one hundred. We lost that game, but I will say as well, we lost that game in in just such a poor manner, like. I'm not even. I wasn't even pissed about losing it in terms of like I felt like oh we got outplayed. It was just like two like one was a worldie and the penalty, which was which again was Alonso's fault. Like I just know for a fact if Alonso's not playing that game, we don't lose that game. I'm telling. I'm, I'm actually so sure. Like yeah, but he's, bro, he's a ridiculous. That, that, that's uh, yeah. So so I agree. Alonso caused two moments that obviously we lost to. So yeah, he's a big reason why we lost the game. But at the and same, gave them the confidence to to attack us throughout that game. But what were we doing in attack though? Was we really no, playing on them? I agree. Like we weren't right. Doing much. So was we set up well to win the game? Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm saying I feel like the game would have gone along. Like it would have started playing much more to what to us. Even if, like, that's how much Alonso jo- hinders us, even going forward. Okay, Joe, what are you saying? After you've heard our kind of points of views on it. Um, I mean, I, I think part of the problem is there's, there's not really a lot left in terms of the squad that you can pick from at the moment. I, I think that that team was kind of sort of what we picked. I just think that uh, 
maybe this is on sort of Lampard in his setup. I kind of expected United to sit back and I think maybe the team and maybe the approach that we had didn't really factor in the fact that they weren't, you know, they're not really good. They didn't come at us in the in the first game when they beat us 4-0. They, they sort of caught us in, in moments and it's similar again. I mean, you, you can't account for the fact that Marcus Rashford probably will never hit a better free kick ever in his career ever again. Um, and, and as you say, it was, a, it was a really, really stupid penalty. But, you know, United in, in the two games we've played in this season have been absolutely clinical when they've had their moments. And I just, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think, you know, we've, we, we've Hudson playing on the right. You know, Batshuayi is not really the, the guy who's going to get on the end of crosses, although he, his goal was incredible. We'll probably touch on that a bit later. Um, you know, Pulisic kind of reverted to, to the player that we've seen a bit through the season. You know, kind of think back to, I think Andre Schoeller scored an absolutely worldy of a hat-trick against Fulham in one game and people went a bit overboard after that as well. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think really that the setup was there and, and maybe I think we were a little bit naive in thinking that United would, would try and go toe-to-toe with us, but it seemed, you know, we, we kind of got into the game a little bit later on when we sort of shifted things around, but I, I kind of make down right. I think maybe that, that change could have come a lot earlier. All right, so basically, let's talk about Batshuayi because I know Alexis... I saw someone tweet, basically. Someone said before the goal, they call him Trashuayi, and then um, someone said before the goal, Ra, Chessy Awa, your guy Trashuayi stinking up the joint, and he's like, you're the only one that reps him on Chelsea Twitter. And then someone tweeted back, yeah, the only other one that does it is the Alexis Kafskas. Or Gas... How you say your name? Um... Kafka. Alexis Kafka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously this is the Batshuayi Union. What are you saying? Yeah. Talk to me, bro. Alex. Let's before we like start and people start saying Alex is saying he's world class. Mm. He's not world class. Okay. He's not the top level of striker. But from what we have, in my opinion, he's the best one. If you give him the games, he's gonna get you goals. That's what I want from my striker. Okay. Everyone's acting like Tammy's link up play is phenomenal. Mm. It's not. It's marginally better than Batshuayi's, and Batshuayi, in my opinion, makes up with his productivity for that. All right. It's exaggerated how bad he is at link-up as well, because I don't think he's that bad. In the second half, in my opinion, he was bullying Maguire. I don't understand why he came off. Mm. All right. Okay, cool. So what are we saying? Um, Who is in the Batshuayi camp? I know, Anu, you're saying that's not your guy, really, right? My my chat is it. I I love him as just an impact uh, sub. I don't see I don't see him as more than that. I never really have. Um, I don't think he's reliable enough to count on. Um, what? They're players who they're players who are good. They're players who are good impact up, good coming on, making an impact twenty minute first. And he's and I think that fits him perfectly. First half of the game yesterday, I thought he was actually quite poor when he was holding up. I thought he was losing quite a lot of the ball. I think he had made some two huge breaks in the second half don't get me wrong which was stunning should have scored two maybe um, and if he didn't slip but I just think it's not on a consistent enough level especially at what we need and again I'm not even sure Tammy as the full player yet but I just don't think that's why he has the full okay, skills so, but what are you um, saying like, what are you saying you feel like Tammy gives you that like, oh yeah I, like, I, I feel like Tammy's developing into that better then Batsuari is. I know you always say because he doesn't get enough time playing. Yeah. But in my opinion, Tammy's going to All right. find that um, in, in that skills better than Batsuari would. Okay, Jermaine, what are you saying? Anu, I have to disagree with you. Quicker learner. Okay, Alexis, Alexis, come in, quick. What, what, are, you, what are you saying? I have, I have to disagree with him. Like, I think everyone's getting excited about Tammy because of his goal return at the moment. 
for me, in three years' time, he might not even be at Chelsea. He's because I, I don't think he's ever going to become that caliber of player where if we're serious about winning Champions League, league titles and competing, I don't think Tammy's potential that he's going to achieve isn't, is good enough. And I think everyone's going off the fact of his age. Theo Walcott had potential. Aaron Lennon had potential. Like all these players, Jack Walsh had potential. None of them achieved this potential. How long are we going to wait and kill off players that are actually delivering now? Yeah, but fast in hope, Britain. We have a transfer bag. Do you know what I mean? He's the best we have in the situation. How is he the best we have, though? Why do you think he's the best we have? Is it because of the hold-up, you're saying? Or is it because he scored the most goals? Oh, well, he scored the most goals probably because he's had the most time. But you can't right. argue with his goal ratio right now. How can anyone say that he's not doing we, well, what he's meant to do? Well, yeah, I, I, well, let me, goals. I can argue with it. The reason why I can argue with it is that, yes, he scored nine goals. But the majority of the goals came within three games. And that was against Norwich. That was against, I think, Wolves. And that was against another team. But yeah, so he scored seven goals. Seven of his nine goals within three games. He's played He's played 16 games. So, yes, he scored a lot of goals, and I'm not taking it away from Tammy. And, yes, he does good in terms of his, his height, and he does good away from the ball. But in terms of the record, when people say you can't argue with it, yeah, he scored in, he scored in five games out of 16. That's one in three. Whereas... I think it, the, just showing in it, Dan, I think yeah. the big thing with Tammy, and I think if you look at Lampard's system as a whole, the performances as a collective... I think 100% that, that Batshuayi is the best natural finisher at the club. I think he is most likely, if you played him in the same amount of minutes over the course of the season, I do genuinely think that he'll score more goals than, than, than Tammy. But it's the same argument I make with Mason Mount when people sort of criticise him for not maybe scoring or assisting or being that creative. Is that his, his, his kind of contribution in the defensive phase, the structure of the side, I think it's similar to, to Tammy that he plays often because... I think Lampard sees him as, as being more of like a glue type player. He sort of unites that sort of front three. He kind of brings in the midfield a bit more. He works kind of well in terms of his pressing game and stuff like that. So I think sometimes it's not just a question of looking at the numbers of the player. I, I think particularly I Lampard's system, it's a focus on the collective rather than the individual talent I, at times. I, I agree. I agree that it's not always just about that. But I just don't like this recurring theme at Chelsea where we put goals second or forward, third when it comes to striker, strikers. No, I agree. I agree on that. So, yeah. so, so, like, we complain as Chelsea, we never have good strikers. But then whenever we've got a striker that scores goals, it's, oh, yeah, he's scoring, but he's not doing this, he's not doing that. We've, we've barely had a striker that hits 20 goals. It just, I, I just don't understand that Chelsea, why we're so backwards in terms of someone can score goals, yeah, yeah he scores goals, but we're not looking at from from our striker, we're looking at other things. I, I just don't get it. I think and the sad thing is, Batshuayi is almost getting those goals now. Like, he's got six, basically playing no minutes. Can you imagine with a whole season? He could most probably hit 30. Yeah. I think I think with, with Bats, though, and I'm going to echo a little bit of what like, Joe said as well. Um, I, I agree with Dan in terms of, like, you shouldn't look at... You shouldn't try and put other aspects that are probably not um, associated with a striker before scoring goals. But at the same time... If a manager has a certain philosophy and a style of playing and, and that includes these guys, other aspects let's be of on the player, not speaking, yeah. Go on. in terms of um, pressing and working hard and, and getting in behind and all these kind of things, if, if, if that's what Tammy's doing more than Batshuayi, then I can't really argue 
Okay, okay, well, let's okay, well, then but, let's dissect this now. It's the way he plays, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but let's, but I, do, I do agree with the, with the fact though, and I've, I, and you know me, Dan, I've, I've said as well, Tammy's not safe because the fact is he's gone missing in the last five games. Do you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and do I, no, I don't want to dig out Tammy, and this is not about, this is not really about an anti Tammy thing because I, I kind of want to no, put that there, but what I want to say is, let's dig this out. So, for instance, the Ajax game. When Tammy played the whole game, and I think Tammy was decent in build up because I think one of the aspects of Lampard's football is actually getting the ball up to the striker quick, even if that's a long ball. And yeah. so he did okay, but I think what happens is when when Batshuayi came on in that Ajax game, he he done he done well in terms of the all round game, right? Is it just me? Who was better, just in terms of all-round game, the Ajax game, if you guys can remember? I thought, I thought uh, Tammy was decent in that game. I don't, th- I don't think he was that bad. I'm not saying Tammy was bad, but what I'm saying is when Batshuayi came on, was he... It was better. Right. So, yeah. it, so w- w- when we're talking about this whole Lampard favours people that can do this and that, yes, Batshuayi isn't tall, but as Alex was saying, like, why are people underrating the fact that actually Batshuayi does quite good work off the ball? No, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think they're underrating it. I think. I think some people are just seeing Tammy as the better workhorse. And yeah. nah, Jermaine, they're literally underrating though. Like yeah. I get mentioned tweets every like every time there's a game on and he's on. Oh, you see, your boy gave the ball away. Oh, you see, he did this. But then they won't talk about the Pulisic assist that he had earlier on in the yeah. season. Yeah. No, I think it was that little cheeky assist that he had. And then the flicks, the good hold up play. Yes. Yeah. Second half, it gets set the carpet because of like a ten-minute spell where he's had a loose touch or something. Yeah, no, it's not the same energy. He's had it in the past as well. Like even if you remember the goal against Brighton when Hazard, yeah, he looks up. Like he's got it. Like I'm, I'm not saying he hasn't got it. But what I'm saying is, I just feel like I think in training, I feel like Lampard's probably seeing more from Tammy, and I think on on um. On match days, I think when when Tammy's not scoring, I'm saying let's I not feel guess like though, Jermaine. Jermaine, seen. let's not guess. So that what Lampard is saying is actually in training right now he can't fault Batshuayi, but he said that basically I I think he kind of alluded it and we'll kind of go into it. He alluded it with the defender, the defenders. He said Zuma and Tomori are playing well right now, so I guess I've got to continue starting them because if someone's playing well, you've got to continue starting them. So I think mm-hmm. it's with Tammy. Tammy scored a number of goals in within a short period. And so he's been persistent with him since then. But I think when people are saying, like, even the game, even in the game, people said that Batshuayi had a better second half. The first half was bad. But then again, like I said, he had no one around him. It's like, link, how are you going to supposed to be linking up when the three in midfield, I think we can all agree that we're saying that we were missing the offensive midfielder. That means that no one was around Batshuayi. And the wingers, again, they had the wing backs and like the, the, the centre backs around them. So. Tucking in the door, yeah. yeah, it was difficult for anyone to link up. I mean, when Tammy came on, answer me this then. When Tammy came on, do you think that he'd done a lot better in terms of linking up and bringing... Not at all. Right. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Right. So then you have to think about the context of the game, the setup. I think Ole, in general, when, when people are saying our attack was poor, that Hudson was poor, I think our setup was poor, which made it more difficult for our attackers to have an impact. That's my personal opinion. But I think... I think- I, th- I think also with Tammy, like we all we all know deep down that he's got the the backroom staff in his corner, in it. Like we all know that, like Jody Morris, Lampard, all I, of them are in his corner. I get they that, don't though. want him to fail. I get that. He's been at the club since. But at the same time, 
But I think I think as well, it's only going to be a matter of time. If, if Tammy goes another two or three games without scoring, I think I think he'll he'll lick the bench. Like I'm not joking. Like because it's been four or five games now where Tammy not only has he not scored, but there's been some games where he's been non-existent as well. Right. And that's not digging him out. That's yeah. not digging him out. That's just saying that it's, this is going to happen. This yeah. is his first. Like this is his um, first season, obviously with Chelsea. It's not his first season in the Prem, but it's his first season with Chelsea. And he's shown as well in the past that he does struggle in games in the Premiership. So, like, I'm not shocked to see it. Yeah, so what, what, one thing I'll quickly say is, for some reason, it seems like whoever the default striker is... So, like, when Morata was the default striker, people would automatically say the reason why he's playing is because he's good at hold-up. Morata wasn't good at hold-up or link-up or anything. So, for some reason, people are a lot more forgiving when it comes to whoever the choice is of the manager for the first striker. But when it comes to someone coming in, they have to do everything right. I think Tammy, yeah, away from not, not scoring, go on. For me, it's the price tag. Mariah had the price tag. He was the big name player. Yeah. You have to back him. Tammy's yeah. got the youth stigma. Yeah. That's why he's got nothing. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. literally, like, remember, even when we signed him, everyone was like, oh, who's this B-Tech striker coming in from France? <laughs> yeah. Like, no one accepted him as a serious signing. Everyone always used, but, looked at but him as another why, part of the loan arm. That's kind of why I want to go back to Anu. Do you know all of these people saying that he's good as an impact sub? That's what you're saying, Anu, right? Yeah, I like it, yeah. Yeah, but so my whole thing is, if someone can do so much damage in that little time, then why why wouldn't he make a better striker, like a, a starter? Because in games he starts as well, he does the damage. Because essentially what I hear from people is that Batshuayi does good when he comes off, off on the bench or when he's playing against lower oppositions. But guess what? The only games Batshuayi plays in are the games where he's coming off the bench or he's playing against lower opposition. So what I hear is Batshuayi is good when he plays. Yeah, he's got... Like, that he's fair? Got yesterday he was stunning. Like, it was unreal. It just took me back to the Jogba days or the Costa days. Yeah. So, well, I, to be fair, I haven't seen many of those from his locker in terms of that. Yeah, uh, you haven't seen then, him much, though, right? For Chelsea. Yeah, just, I, I, okay, look, yeah. fair enough. I'll give you that. But then if you go back to that Ajax game, thank God he scored that one because the one he missed just before, it, see, that is just where you have to score. Like yeah. that. And I guess that's the pressure of being an impact sub. You could argue with that. But I feel like those are little mistakes. But those but, are ways just not clinical enough to me. No, nah, son, you can't say... I'm not saying Tammy's more clinical, but I'm saying over time, I believe Tammy will be. For, uh, I think Tammy, Tammy needs three yeah. or four for one, though. Like, he needs three or four right, chances for one goal. Yeah. I don't think that's why he could say he doesn't need the same as well. No, but, he, but, but then, Anu, how can you say that, but also say that he's likely to score coming on for 10 minutes? Do you know what I mean? Like, he, like if you just look at his record, he's, the, he's got the best goal-scoring ratio for Chelsea under Roman Abramovich. This season, he's averaging a goal every single 45 minutes. So like, and this is not new stats. This is general stats. This is his third time he scored three in three consecutive appearances for Chelsea, and he's but, barely played for Chelsea. So well, I don't think anyone anyone to, can knock that. Have, yeah, on. we have the seats on this podcast, and I'm sure. Listen, if as I said, Tammy, if Tammy doesn't, as you said, Jermaine, if Tammy doesn't start scoring soon, next couple of games, he's gonna have to. If he's gonna be forced into starting, that's why, and we will see. But I, right. I again, I don't know how long he's gonna get. All right, cool, uh, cool. Let's uh, yeah. let's wrap up this section because we've got a lot to cover, and I kind of want to say: Is there any positives from the game from anyone? Rhys yeah. James. Rhys James. Who said Rhys James? Jermaine. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. I, I think Joe. Might, I think. What was you going to say, Joe? I was going to say, uh, yeah, yeah, Rhys James. And I thought Mark Wehey again. I think he uh, 
he looks like another centre-back who can play for Chelsea in a couple of years' time regularly, maybe even next one or two years. I think the, the times I've seen him this season, by the little uh, shaky moment when he got pinned by a, a really sort of experienced physical centre-forward, I think he's he's been very, very good. And I think, yeah, Reese to me looks like he's... He's really? getting back to that sort of level that we saw, you know, kind of with him at Wigan when he was in that groove of just playing really, really well. Wait, Joe, Joe, Joe. Um, is that how you say his name? Mark Guayhe? Mate, I'm, I'm, you know that I'm, uh, I'm Caucasian, so I, oh, I get these okay. sort of things wrong. So, yeah, uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. yeah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, that's my bad. I should of all of the people on the podcast, I probably shouldn't have asked you how you say his name. But... <laughs> um, I'll, I... call it, I'll call it Mark G in future then. So. <laughs> um, Jermaine, you were gonna... I'm not going to lie, he didn't impress me. Okay, talk to me about it. I, I don't know. So I, I went to the Grimsby game. I watched him live then. Mm. And then I watched him again. I haven't been keeping up with the youth team as much the, through the recent years. So for me, the only experiences I've been getting from him are the live game. Yeah. Or, and he looks shaky on the ball for me. Okay. He, just, he, he, he doesn't look like he's ready to be playing for men's football at Chelsea standard. For me, I think he needs a loan. Really? And, like, for example, yeah, for me, I personally d- don't feel comfortable when he plays. I'm, I'm always waiting for a mistake. Maybe, like, I'm not seeing anything and maybe I'm expecting a lot from him from such a tender age. Yeah. But... Have you like, seen the mistake? I, I know get... you said you're waiting for a mistake. Have you seen the mistake from him? Uh, against Grimsby, like, there was a couple... Like, he went out for challenges that, you know what, just back off there. Yeah. He's rash and he's young. And whenever he's on the ball, yeah. I don't get that confidence. You know, when, like, for example, when Christensen's on the ball, yeah. I know, all right, like, no matter what he does now, he's actually very safe. He's neat and tidy on the ball. Okay, I cool. almost expected more from him coming through our academy and because we're so reliant on playing out the back at the academy and being so good technically. I'm kind of disappointed. All right, so who's in? But is, it, it is quick. Is, is anyone in um, Alexis's corner in terms of Guayhe or, or however you say his name? Nah, nah, nah. I, th- I think it's the opposite. I think for for a game of that stature, in terms of Man United, and and, and Man United fans will try and say, oh, it's still B, it's, it's the B team. Mm. But bro, they they ain't got A, B, or C right now. They've just got a team in it, and mm. they're trying to like experiment who's who's the first team player or whatever. Like yeah. Williams, for example, could have started for United on the weekend. He's like right now, he's looking better than Luke Shaw. So yeah. Well, that I told you, I told you about, played. I told you about Williams before the game started. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did did, and that's you. why I was watching him closely, yeah. and he is a baller. Yeah. But what I will say is that first of all, that United team was nowhere near a B team, and second of all, for for Mark um, Gehi to to step into um, Tomori's shoes and pretty much like he didn't he didn't make a mistake. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think he done well against two strikers that can be. Very, very like tough to play against on their day. Who are the well, two strikers? Well, Who are the two strikers? Well, they played up top in, in terms of James and, and Rashford. Obviously, okay. Rashford, you okay. could argue, is a striker, but um, James, obviously, we know he's not a striker, but he's still got yeah. a lot of pace. He's a tricky player. He's been on form for United. Yeah. So, in terms of that, and in terms of the way he was exposed because of a certain player, we're not going <laughs> to talk about him anymore, but we all know the Spanish that bad. The Spanish guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, I'm telling you this from now. If you're playing on that left-hand yeah. side with that Donny next to you, yeah. it's a long day. That it's a Donny, long day. Yeah. Listen, you if you're playing shit and we don't like you on this podcast, we're not going to say your name, innit? We're just going to refer to you as... <laughs> Simple as it yeah. comes. I'm going to start getting... With a prefix of D. But do you know what? So, um, you were going to talk about Reese James. Um, unless, Anu, do you want to chime in about uh, Mark? Yeah, 
I'll call him Mark. I'll tap you as well. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah. Jermaine, what are you saying about Reese James? Yeah, no, bro. Oh, oh, mate. This guy, yeah. Seriously. The talent. Mm. My God. Looks so comfortable at right back, yeah. yeah. Considering that he was... Uh, I'm not going to lie. It, it won't look that great to some people, yeah. Because if you haven't watched him before, you won't really know what he's good at. But when you see him start doing the things that um, you saw him do last year at Wigan... It just reminds you, like he done a little crossfield pass. So you saw his little bit of passing range. Yeah. His cut, like, the the fact that he's so comfortable on the ball and he's not flustered by like um, players like trying to press him or run at him. Yeah. The strength on the ball as well. There was one time Rashford tried to run past him, yeah. and I saw some guy try and tweet it, tweet it on um on Twitter. He tried to um, post a clip of uh, Rashford nutmegging him, yeah, and then he cropped it in it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we all know what happened, didn't it? Like he yeah. tried to outrun Reese James. Reese James just barged him out of the way took the ball and just passed it back to the keeper with ease. Like, yeah. He's by far one of our like best talents that we've got coming through right now. Yeah, that's good. Like, it's the way he go dealt on. with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bro. Alexis, talk to me. And the crosses, the cross, he was the only one crossing the ball and looking like, you know, like we were going to get something from, from the game from him. Do you get what I'm saying? Like his crosses, he put in a couple crosses where you would have liked to see the striker kind of rut, like get across their defender and maybe try and you know yeah, tap then, it in or it's like, lick it or whatever. But the striker can't be everywhere. Like I said, if it's one man yeah. against eight people, whatever, you've got two defensive midfield. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's so sad, What's sad? that we haven't had delivery, right? Mm. Like from the wide areas in so long that every time he crosses it, I almost celebrate it like it's um, a free assist. Do you know what? Do you know what, yeah? <laughs> Especially seeing like Trent, I don't know if you saw the video of his crosses against yeah. yeah and then obviously KDB like we don't have anyone crossing it in it like and hopefully Reese can be that guy for us but um does anyone else want to chime in on Reese? because I think for me before anyone else goes just seeing Alonso on one side and he's just like a, a, a factory of errors like everything he does is nothing's measured everything's take the ball however like he's a sloppy like a sloppy waiter like everything there's nothing precise whereas on the other end <laughs> With Reese, like everything's precise. Even if he gets nutmeg, he's got the pace to kind of get back. Um, he's strong. Yeah. Like he's just a rock. Do you know that when I was rock, where you like, yo, this player's a rock. I can rely on him. Like that's yeah, what, that's the yeah, that's the sense that I'm getting from him. No, uh, just I, I think he he just reminds me of like a sort of a modern day Ivanovic. You know, he's he's got all those sort of modern fullback traits. But when Ivanovic, when I'm talking about when he was at his absolute peak, nothing got by him. And I sort of have that similar confidence in Reese that you know, even if someone gets the ball past him. He's going to get back and make a tackle, but just yeah. going forward, I think he adds such a different, different dimension. I think, as uh, Annie was saying, you know, uh, watching him cross the ball, it's yeah, you know, yeah. What well, so dropper was here, or even someone like Costa, you know? Did anyone think that Hudson had had a poor game? Because I feel like I've seen some people saying that he had a, the worst game, and then we saw videos come out, and now everyone's saying actually he wasn't that bad. Obviously, I talked earlier about the fact that you know what, it was difficult the way that Lampard set up. But what's your, you guys' opinions on Hudson's performance? I, I, th- I think the way United set up was going to be difficult for any winger, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna like even say like give that same excuse for Pulisic as well. I feel like yeah. when you play football and you've got a team that that um, play five at the back to start with and then also drop quite deep. And I know Man United were pressing, but they were very quick to drop deep as soon as like they lost the ball or Jorginho or or Kovacic won the ball. Like they were very quick to drop deep, get compact. And when that happens, you, you find it very hard to, to get into the game as a winger. 
Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So Hudson was naturally going to look like he wasn't doing much, and so was Pulisic. Yeah. Because they also and then like it doesn't help. Inside. They also like to come inside and like do that damage, like coming inside as well. If you look at Pulisic against Burnley, a lot of it, like he he wasn't going to the to the byline. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He was he was getting the ball, he was coming inside, and he was shooting. Same with Hudson. That's when he's at his yeah. best. And they <laughs> did their homework, innit? They yeah. did their homework. That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I. I give it to Ole, but Alexis, I know exactly what you're going to say because you tried to chime in and you're saying it doesn't help when what? It doesn't help on two, like, for so either the wingback doesn't yeah. overlap you yeah. or the from midfield, there's no runners. Yeah. The three in midfield was always asking for the ball deep yeah. to start the attack. Yeah. This, I, I'm telling you, stock went up here yeah, in Ruben Loftus-Cheek and Mount for not playing yesterday. Yeah, 100. Yeah, 100. In games when teams are so negative and defensive, yeah, but like we, Man United play like a B Tech team. That's like, what I'm saying. Um, they were. That's why. But how does Lampard predict that Ole's gonna go out like a like a pussy and play like that <laughs> that, that 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 defensive team? And you know, worse, he didn't take the game seriously. Like you know, when Kovacic took took that shot on the 87th yeah, minute, yeah. he's there laughing with Ole. What are you do? I might be better <laughs> like a child, but I want to win every game, every trophy. Yeah. Why are you laughing around? Your team's losing, and he's laughing about like, oh, you took a shot, ha ha. Yeah, but but let's uh, let's focus on Hudson because I know we started we're kind of derailing a little bit. But in terms of Hudson, my whole thing is as I said before, I think playing on the right, what Hudson would have been doing if he just kind of was playing his normal game would just be going down blind alleys and whipping the ball into to a box filled with United players. So I feel like he was waiting for the overlap. I think one of the good times on the wing for him on the right was when Reese had the overlap and then he kind of fed him through. The only thing is when you're playing wing-backs and plus they're playing, their strikers were wingers. So Reese James had to look after the, um, their strikers as well. Kind of. So like, I get, like, I think just Ole, the setup was great. So I give credit to um, United on basically outfoxing Lampard. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. To be fair, I think I, I completely forgot that they even had that kind of formation in their locker because it wasn't until I actually saw the team that I was like, "Oh shit, they're going to do a Liverpool." Yeah, and 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 in a way, Chelsea fans should be kind of not not happy that we lost. Obviously, not happy that we lost, but you need to understand as well that this shows um, a massive difference to the first game in terms of how much we're rated now. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, because I don't think. Like, if he, was, if he didn't rate us like that and he didn't think that we were actually better than United, he would have tried to go toe-to-toe with us. And I think I, I'm not taking that. I'm not having that, you know, as a win. I'm not having I'm not having it. And there's no point yeah. and there's no what's a good I'm not, I'm I'm not having I'm that as a win. Saying, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a win. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, not saying but you're saying take positives from it. I'm not going to no, take... No, but I... Okay, well... Do that, Chelsea... I've clearly shown that we like we were we were getting laughed at the beginning of the season. I knew, I knew. We were getting talked about how we were playing better football than people and how okay. like people weren't going to shine and certain youth weren't going to shine. But what I'm saying is, like we know, I think even in, t- in terms of parts of that game, you could see we were levels above United in terms of the way we kept the ball. We were, but we're out. We're not yeah. doing more victories here. We're not, we're not a more victory club. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, 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 I want to yeah, kill that. We're not Arsenal. I want to kill Arsenal, that quick. I want to kill that kid. At, at the end of the day, we're not Arsenal, but we're sitting in fourth, level on points with Leicester. Yeah, we, we're, we, that sounds mighty fast. Arsenal. We're sitting in fourth. Like, Anu, no, no, Anu, that, Anu, that, Anu, that, Anu. What, what are you saying? Anu, what are you saying? In terms of the um, show, oh, no, I don't know. Let's talk about that, the yeah. Lampard thing. Yeah, yeah I thought... 
he didn't take it seriously, if I'm honest. I was a bit gutted with his post-match interview when he was talking about, um, yeah, we've got to prioritise and there's not many things there. Listen, I think he should have put everything, all his eggs in that basket and tried to win that. And he should have, I think he should have played even a stronger team. So it was a bit disappointing. But listen, we're not really going to get a chance to win anything else. Let's be honest. Nah, nah, see, that's mad. You, you man, are, you, you are really wishing for, for some madness to happen, you know? I'm not, you're not I'm a realist. Let's so you want, Mount, you want Mount to play, or Tammy to play, again, when we've got, when yeah. we've got Watford on Saturday, then Ajax again on in, in midweek. Hold on. And then and then one of them, considering the injuries that we've got already, yeah? Yeah. You want us to get maybe risk getting more injuries. Yeah. So that we're like the Champions League early. When, they, when we're on a good run. Because Pulisic had the big game. Williams have played and Mount should have played Ted. Yeah. Uh, I'm back to we could have beat Man United with that team. We could have beat Man United. We, we just made some silly errors. Yeah. Like, well, well, Look, look, that game's done. I, I feel like we've touched on most of the stuff. What I will say is, personally, I think Kovacic and Jorginho had a great game too. I don't know what you guys are saying, but I think they were great. I think generally Chelsea was good. We lost the game because of those two moments. And I think that also Ole outfoxed Solskjaer. So it, it, it went for them because obviously Alonso again, Jermaine's right. Alonso was a big culprit and he does constantly put us in trouble with those passes in midfield that he's very careless with. He doesn't care. That's what that's what pisses me off. Like, all of his passes is like, not to the man. It's not to the man. I, I started mad calm and I got angry. Let me move on. Let me move on. Um, cool. Like, I kind of quickly want to get your thoughts on um, transfer rumours and all that type of shit. Um, so, Joe... Can, can I say one last thing about yeah, yeah, Joe, please? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, with Cho, I think it's the best compliment we can give him now is every game he plays, opposition fans are try- like looking at the littlest thing to crit- criticize him on. Yeah, that, that just shows. That like that just shows what what level he is. We don't think he's messy. We don't think he's messy. Yeah. Like he's gonna develop at his own rate. We don't think he's messy, but he's the level below. Hopefully, one day. Yeah. That's what he can achieve. Yeah. So, like, let's give him time. And all this overreaction about he's shit, he ain't worth it. We shouldn't have paid yeah. the money. People can calm down and shut up. Do you know what because I think? Do you know what I think? I feel like Chelsea fans watch the game twice because I think a lot of people would have. What happens with our attack is because we had so little opportunities where we was like where we had a real opportunity on goal. Um. Every single opportunity that we had that didn't go our way, as fans, we were frustrated. So to us, all of these players had really bad games, whereas I think Pulisic started okay, but then he went missing. And I think Cho was trying to do stuff, but they were just so deep and there was no options. And I think Batshuayi was surrounded. So I think in general, um, I think people overreacted, as you said. Um, It's crazy that someone that's out for six months can come back and have three or four games that are great in a row, and then after two or three games, people are saying, like, he's this, he's that. I think it's stupid. But, yeah, let's let's not give them too much time. Um, and the question I kind of want to ask on is, because Mourinho's been linked with Arsenal and Spurs. Basically, he wants to come back to England and win a third league or win some more trophies with another English club. Do you guys care if Mourinho goes to one of them clubs? Or, like, do you still love Mourinho? It'll pain me. Pain me. Oh, pain me. Yeah. Yeah, so you, I'll be gutted. Okay, so what, are you still a Mourinho fan at this point? Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. I think if, you, if you're a Chelsea fan, you're not. Yeah, you're crazy. And so if he, goes, if he goes to Arsenal, what would that mean in terms of your thoughts about Mourinho? Nothing, because that's past that once he kind of did the Man U stuff and yeah. 
It's worse. It's worse. Yeah. He's savage, but I know. Yeah. Okay, Alexis, is that you that's saying it's worse? For me, for me, like, yeah, for me, it's worse. It's like, it's like when he went to Man United, he, he dated someone you know. Yeah. It, and imagine he's your ex. Now he's dating someone in your boy group. Like, yeah. it's one of your boys he's dating. Like, Arsenal is local. Like, you're going to have yeah. to see it. You're going to have to hear it. It's yeah. at all times. And if it's Spurs, that's even worse. That's like an en- that's like an enemy. Like that's I don't even know. That's it's worse. Though. I don't see him as a threat though. I never have. Like we, I didn't grow up with Spurs being such a big threat. What if with they, Arsenal, what if they become like, a threat under uh, under Mourinho? What if they start winning things under Mourinho? I'm getting the oh, fla- yeah. like flashes in my Joe. eyes of him lifting it with like with Bellerin right next to him, bro. <laughs> oh. Joe, Joe, what's your thoughts on it? Oof. Um... I think he he's just about recovered from the uh, what was it the two, I can't remember what season was 2016 where we trash um, the, uh, the United stuff I kind of I kind of brushed it off because I think that there was some inevitability about, about him going there but Tottenham or Arsenal um, I don't know about that I think had he not gone to United maybe maybe there's like a one percent chance that I wouldn't be completely torn up by it but yeah I think I think if he goes there now I think that probably would be me done with him. Um, yeah. Still, obviously, respect massively what he what he did. Um, but but yeah, like, I mean, there, there, there are, if you think of Chelsea players that have gone and played for Tottenham or gone and played for Arsenal, there's like a handful yeah. of them that have retained some element of respect, and there's been quite a few people that have done it. So, yeah, um, I, don't, I, don't I, like, I think Bruno, that would be the thing that, that, that crosses the line for me. Yeah, it's 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 sliding it's sliding yourself around like it's no standards, no morals, man. I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't respect it. Was that Jermaine? Did you want to try him? In? Uh, yeah, man, I couldn't care less, bro. Like, I'll be honest, I see, I see, like... That's because you're done with him, right? Yeah, like, I, I love Jose, innit, obviously, because because of, like, what he started in terms of when he won us our first league and, mm. you know, the Abramovich era and, and he got it pretty much kicked off and he even come back again and won us another league, league title. But for me, we had it, we had his best years, innit? Like, go yeah. do whatever you need to do. Go get your money, bro. Like, yeah. he, he went Man United, yeah. he got his 30 mil, he bounced. Like, he, he didn't really care about the club. I know he says he does, but he yeah. don't. Don't care about my United. So what you're saying is that, like, he's like the ex-girlfriend that's fat now, and that's probably yeah, not yeah, the best trying, analogy. That's probably not. Yeah, it's probably not the best. I know he's the ex-girlfriend that's on Sky that's glowed up again. Yeah, he's he's seeing him on Sky, he seems so like <laughs> re-energized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. If he goes Arsenal and win the league, yeah, I'll go to the parade myself. Be. <laughs> I'll be honest. Okay. Um, anyone else want to chime in on that, or can we move on? All right. Cool. Um, next question: Are we stronger without Hazard? Now, obviously, I wrote this question before we lost to United. I think, I think this is a good question, bro, because I think there's there's two ways to look at this, isn't it? Like, are you the fan that just like wants to see like a one man team, you mm. know, for, for for more like for two or three, four more years, or do you want to see a team that's like? contributing from from every part of the pitch in it because my my thing is with Hazard we became a team that were just we were just relying on one player yeah and now I look at a team and we're actually a team again that don't mean I don't miss Hazard mm-hmm. I would love Hazard to be playing with these youth players yeah like don't get me wrong yeah instead of William it would be Hazard yeah. like yeah you <laughs> so, so I would love to see Hazard playing with these youth players Alexis jump in at the same time go on finish your point sir Matt Man, I'm like, he's 
He's the player that we were waiting for him to become. Yeah, he's having a bad spell at Real Madrid, mm. but he's still world-class. He's one of the best players on this planet. And for me, when you take a player like that out, you're instantly weaker. Yeah, we might have, as a collective, got better, but mm. Hazard FC was better than this version of Chelsea, in my opinion. All right. When we... All right. Um, Anu, Joe, what are you saying? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm... Listen, I, as, as a team, we are better because you get into that. You, get into, you can get into the dangerous habits of just relying on one player. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but any team's going to be better with a star, match, with a world-class player like Hazard. Oh, do you lot remember that game last year? Which one? That game last year where it was um, Hazard, Loftus-Cheek and Cho had the, like, the three of them yeah. played, I think, 60 minutes together. Yeah, yeah. That... Man, what a game that Which was. Which game like. were you talking and about? It... Are you talking about the City final game? The, the League no, Cup final? I'm talking about the West Ham one. Yeah, that both of those games were sick. Yeah, and I think Brighton, but then Chong got injured in that game, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, but that's oh, what I'm saying. Alexis, Alexis, I got a chat because that's your Sari's your boy, and we had Hazard, Loftus, and Hudson all of that season. Like there wasn't, yeah, yeah. So like it's it's criminal that they weren't on the pitch that many times together. Oh no, without a doubt, like Sari has his own ways and has made him successful. 100% like in his career he's been super successful from what he's where he's come from to what he's achieved he makes mistakes he's stubborn but for me I think Loftus became a way better player from the start of the season yeah, yeah. The wait wait wait, season. wait no no yeah. we're, we're not going to let you do sorry propaganda um, I'm going to shut you off there <laughs> 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 um, I, mean, I love sorry still man I really do yeah. I'm really sad he's not here like I'm happy Lampard's playing the youth but yeah I'm sad, I'm sad he's gone. Yeah, for real. But if he was here, then all of our youth would have been gone and Hazard would have been gone. So I don't know what type of team we'll be playing. Just Alonso and I don't know who else. But okay, uh, Alonso most probably would have been gone as well. Right. Okay, yeah, up front. Yeah. All right, so um, obviously we were talking about the striker situation earlier. We've been linked with mad strikers. Werner to Osimhen to fucking Wilson to Dembele. Um, so my kind of quick roundup was like okay what's your guys plans for next season if you were in charge would you get rid of Batshuayi and sign one of these guys if so who or would you try to keep Batshuayi let's go with um, Anu first um, Joe you kick off okay Joe um, I think I think someone's got to go I think I think Giroud maybe goes in January yeah um, I think he's off and then it's a question of who do you keep out about Shuai and, and Abraham I think Abraham is kept around for, for obvious reasons being obviously homegrown English etc etc yeah. um, I'd, li- I'd like us to go and get Moussa Dembele from, from Leon. if I'm being honest I think he's we'll see, I think he's got uh, seven goals or something this season in ten games already I just think he's he looks a natural fit for so, the Premier League well, let me ask um, are you saying Musa as a starter and Tammy as backup or what does that mean <laughs> And I know, uh, I know. Potentially, for, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you want Musa as the starter. I like him as a starter, but I mean, it, it all depends how Tammy progresses. You know, I mean, he's yeah. made massive progress early in the season. All right, he's hit a bit of a rough patch in terms of goals, but if he has another little spurt and continues to score, okay. Uh, I, I think, I think. He... Okay, cool. Alexis, Lautaro Martinez. Yeah. I want to see him at the club. So does that mean yeah. you want to, you'd sell Batshuayi? Because I know you're a big Batshuayi fan. 
Yeah, Mitchie's gonna go because it's exactly what Joe said. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't do it personally, but yeah. I know he's gonna go. And... But I'm asking you what you would do. So like, if oh you... no, I'm keeping him. Then Tammy can dip. He... Like, oh, so you'd Tammy sell can... Tammy and break? Would you bring in Lautaro? Yeah, Tam... and then those two can fight. Those two literally fight for your spot. All right, cool. You're cold blooded as fuck. You know, Tammy's been here <laughs> since he's eight. Like, but. English and all that type of shit. Um, Anu, okay, you... then be third choice. Like. <laughs> Jermaine, what are you saying? Yeah, man. Like, I'll probably go for... I'll, I'll keep my eye on the Jovic situation right. and probably still go for him, to be honest. So I think he's... Who are you about... selling? Ooh. Huh? Who are you selling? Uh, I think... And when I ask you questions, Jermaine, you like to kind of think from bringing mad different... I'm asking you... Say that again, you're cutting out. So I'm asking you, who are you selling? Like, who would yeah, you... If, probably, if, I think at this moment in time, I'd probably still go um, with selling bats, to okay. be honest. Okay, so, yeah. This is not considering what Lampard would do or whatever. I'm saying if you was in um, charge, you would sell bats. Yeah, if it was me, if it was me I'd, 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 I'd stick with Tammy and I'd probably sell bats and bring in Jovic, but Tammy okay. wouldn't be first choice. Okay. Jovic would, would be, obviously. And how many goals do you expect Jovic to get in a 38-goal season? Game season. Boy, I'm expecting at least like 20 plus, to be honest. And how many goals do you expect from Tammy if he was the first striker in the 38 goal season? Because mm. if Tammy hits, my thing is, if Tammy hits 20 plus, then why would we need Jovic? Do you know what I mean? If, if. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I yeah. hear you 100%. But um, the first reason would be obviously, like what Joe said, you do still need two quality strikers. And then the second thing would be that, even in terms of like, he has a habit of scoring braces and all of this in certain games. Like, I don't think it will be a thing where he's doing that, a goal a game kind of thing or a goal. Who are you uh, talking like about, Jovic or kind of... Abraham? Yeah, in terms of Abraham, I don't think he's going to be like a one in two. But then what makes you think Jovic? Because Jovic, if you look at his goals last season, a lot of them were braces and hat-tricks. Yeah, no, but I still think he's got the quality. I think he's got more quality, though. Just okay, generally, that's me, in it. Like, I, I do think um, Jovic, has got much more to his game okay. than any of the strikers that we've talked about. So, okay, fair. All right. Yeah. Um, He's about... getting bad ridiculously right now. Yeah, he Jovic is. Jovic is yeah. the prisoner of the moment, I think. Yeah. Oh, what's Madrid, bruv, you could be You could be flipping Messi and be prisoner at Madrid, bro. It don't matter. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, have I gone round to everyone? Has everyone said their opinion? Yeah. I knew, I think. Yeah, just a quick one. I just, yeah, quick one for me. You know what I'm saying. That's why and uh, could possibly back up and then bring in and then bring in um, I actually don't think there's many big big solid powerful strikers out there what about Ossiman um, Ossiman the, the, the those lot I don't think there's many out there what about Ossiman because Ossiman says that Didier Drogba is his hero he said he'll die to do anything to be in the room with Didier Drogba I don't know what type of things he wanted to do in the room with Didier Drogba but <laughs> can he play like him are we are we, are we saying that he's well t- I'm not necessarily saying that but he is kind of young and he's scoring mad goals so I don't know if that's your choice but he's Nigerian so I thought like you might you might be saying him yeah then he's my choice alright cool <laughs> <laughs> alright alright cool so um, you guys saw that um, Piet De Visse article yeah. Um, and one of the things we won't go over all of it, but one of the things he was saying is that we should re-sign Nathan Aki. And just a quick one, we don't need to go into depth about like fair discussions. But would you do you agree with that? Or I, I think with, with Christensen showing that he's quite the phone, I wouldn't mind seeing that that buy. If I'm being honest with you, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think 
with Christensen now, it's been going on for a while now, these injuries, and I just feel like he's going to be, like, if you consider the position he plays, him getting so many injuries, that should be a worry. Like, he's a bloody centre-back, Yeah. you like, you're going to be getting into to tackles every game. Do you know what I mean? Like, so if you're getting injuries like, like this now, okay. and you're not even starting 38 games, then, boy. Joe, what you are you might, saying? And it's always muscle. Yeah. Alexis, what are you saying? For me, yeah, I'll take it. Because I'm not fully sold on Zuma either. Okay. So, so and I, I love that K. I always thought Ake should have played instead of Cahill. But yeah. Cahill's out here killing youth careers. Boga. Yeah. Another one. Alright. Um anyone like, else got anything to chime we in? We have buyback clauses on both of them. Anyone else anything to chime in? No, I just just same with the guys. I mean I'd i definitely have him back. I think it's also decent having a, a really solid left foot at the back as well. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. positions he can play very well. Yeah, you're well. Right. yeah. You're right. yeah. You're right, you're right. Um alright, cool. This might be a good question to ask of coming on off a loss. So Obviously, we, we won seven games in a row. Not all Premier League, but we are in the top four right now. So, I don't know in terms of your expectations before. I know on this pod, we've kind of flitted across saying that actually we'll be top four. So, then actually when the season started and we lost 4-0 to United, we were saying actually it might be tight. But what what are your hopes for the season um, after like 10 games in the league? What, what do you feel like we should definitely get? We'll use this to round up as well. All right, let's get Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I'll stick with my originally laughed at prediction. I think we finish top four. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping that. Honestly, Palumi, if we finish top four, I, I'm, something's going to happen. But I'm not sure yet. Um, okay. I, I still think top four is achieved. Joe, I love the energy. <laughs> I'm always super positive, and I was like, I was quite deflated that people weren't weren't sort of backing it. But yeah, um, yeah I still think top four is possible. Uh, I'd like a little, quite decent run in the in the Champions League, get out of the group, maybe uh, quarterfinals, see how we stack up against uh, another decent team, and just set the foundation for next year. You know, when we can start buying some some quality and maybe get uh, another player like Reece established in the team, playing regularly. But top four, All I right, think, so is, is me, definitely a Let me tag another question as well onto this as I go round. Yeah, what are your aims for the season? What's like your minimum that you feel like from now we should get readjusting? But also, do you think we should do a massive spend when it comes down to the next year when the the band's over? Or do you feel like we just need a couple of additions? So, Joe, answer that B question before we move on. Um, I think we, we need to maybe spend big on two, maybe three players. Yeah, maybe 60, 70 mil each, maybe a forward or a, a wide player, something like that, maybe another midfielder, possibly a centre-back. Um, I think, you know, just use the money and go out and, and stick to sort of the same sort of philosophy by, you know, young players that have shown something, but obviously have still got a bit more potential to grow, but get a few more, get or get a bit more quality, but just don't go down this water, you know, down like Danny Drinkwater route that we've done in the past 100. to try and build on all right, all right. that we don't need to fight in the future. Okay, let's get Anu. What are you saying? Um, yeah, I think minimum top six, honestly. Okay. Uh, and I think we can do top four. I honestly do. Uh, Tottenham and Arsenal will crumble this season. They will right. crumble themselves. <laughs> um, and in terms, I think we do need to... I don't think we do it. I think there's some gaps that need to be okay. filled in. Okay. I don't think it needs to be a huge overhaul. Okay. Um, but there's some gaps that need to be filled in. All right, Jermaine, what are you saying? Um... 
So, yeah, I think initially my, my prediction was a top six, isn't it? Yeah. And I would have been happy with that. But now that I've seen the way some of the teams around us are capitulating and we're kind of, you know, we're going steady at the moment, playing decent, I think we should be aiming for top four, definitely. Um, in terms of the spend in the summer, it will it will come down to obviously like us who like we sell as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. hopefully I'm hoping that we sell players that we don't really So I'm think. talking about your idealistic Could Yeah, you... like so uh, ideally I think we need about two or three players. But okay. I think they need to be players also that are like versatile. Do you get what I'm saying? Because we've already got players that are versatile in our squad, so I don't think we need to go and get a, a player for every single position right. that's weak at the moment. Right. An, an example of that is like Aspilicueta. Like Aspilicueta can play left back for us yeah. and, you know, cover that, that position. So going out there and spending 100 million on a left back when you've got somebody that's played world class in that position before, like, it doesn't make sense to me. But obviously he's getting old, isn't it? So yeah. It just all depends on who we sell and the kind of player that we're looking at. But definitely someone like a Sancho and a Jovic, but I think that's the, the main priority. Those are your guys. They're my guys, man. They're, they're, they're the guys I want to see coming. All right, cool. Alexis, give us the cast, the gaff cast view. Um, yeah, you, you got it right that yeah, time. Yeah, finally. <laughs> it's taken me an hour, um, but It's taken me a whole chessy <laughs> hour, but I got there. Uh, man, so for me, I... Oh, man. I have to get top four this year. Like, fantastic opportunity. Like, everyone else working well. We've got a lot of young players who'll build on them. And for... I apologise, man. Right now, Alexis... You give Ake, Sancho and Martinez? Yeah. You're good. What? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You was breaking up a little bit, but I heard that you want Sancho, Lauturo and Ake. Right? Give me those three. We've got the best with you. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Um, For me personally, I feel like we should really be kind of readjusting. And at the beginning of the season, I was thinking, yeah, top six will be cool. But I feel like, actually, we do look a lot better set than a lot of our rivals right now. Um, and so I'm hoping top, top four, at least. And in terms of spending big in the summer, I don't necessarily want us to spend big in the summer. I don't trust when Chelsea spend big. Um, I agree with, I think, the general view. Let's get two or three in um, and keep it versatile. But um, thanks, guys, for joining us. Thanks, Alexis, man, for coming on. Um, I'm going to apologise to the listeners because, and actually I might say it at the beginning too, but it was breaking up a little bit, but yeah, you know, that's how, that's how the touchdown tracker Chelsea pod goes sometimes. But um, yeah, thanks guys for coming on, man. Thank you, thanks man, for having me. Yeah, cool. All right, so guys, use the hashtag touchline tracker and and we'll see you next week. Or we won't see you (laughs) anyway, but yeah, we'll be back next week. All right, cheers. Cheers. When you advance science, you advance society. The American Association for the Advancement of Science is the leading voice for science professionals and advocates, supporting research, education, and outreach. 
Join us. Click the ad or visit AAAS.org. Sports Social Podcast Network.